Welcome to Your Family and Your Retirement with Abe Ashton. Some things that people want to redo very often are decisions they've made about their money. They wish they could go back in time True. and redo the way that went. I hear it all the time. And you know, the traditional advice for retirees has always been to withdraw money from your taxable accounts first, then take withdrawals from your tax-free accounts. But as Morningstar's Christine Benz explains, using some Roth money might be better than taking too much RMD money. There may be years where you really need those tax-free withdrawals. Maybe you have very high RMDs, required minimum distributions, because your traditional IRA has performed really well. You need a little bit more money to live on. Taking those tax-free withdrawals can be a way that you can potentially keep yourself in a lower tax bracket. Okay, it's a little confusing, and I think it's not just because I'm not a financial advisor. What are these different tax buckets when does it make sense to tap into each one what's she talking about yeah and and when people start talking about ross and iras and rmds and 401k you know a lot of people just say okay change the channel let's i'd I'd rather listen to a bad song than these (laughs) bad numbers right that's what happens and um, when we're talking about rmds of course required minimum distributions that come once you're over the age of 70 and a half years old it's talking about should you have to take out the RMD of an from an IRA or 401k anyway. You can't mm-hmm. satisfy that anywhere else. But if you needed some additional income and it's a high taxable income, I can understand what she's saying here. The main point for our listeners is as you're preparing for retirement and once you're retired, it is still important to have a variety of different tax qualified money. And so here's two terms that, that are just important to know, non-qualified and qualified. Okay. Now, non-qualified just refers to the money you got in your bank account and the money you got in your wallet or purse. It's after-tax money. It's We'll call it clean money. It's non-qualified money. Okay. And the reason why they say non-qualified is it's not part of a government-qualified program. All right. A government-qualified program would be a 401k, a 72T, a IRA, a 403B, a 512I. All of these different numbers refer to parts of the tax code Mm -hmm. that allow for the tax deferred status and for the company's contribution or for your contribution to a retirement account. It doesn't matter. They're tax qualified. Normally, we're talking about pre-tax dollars there. Okay. Okay. With exception of the Roth IRA, but we're talking about normally pre-tax. And so when they say a tax qualified account or a qualified account, it means money that was part of one of those government qualified retirement programs and all the rest of your money is non-qualified. Okay. Okay. So it's important if you have most people when they retire have some qualified money. They have a retirement account, an IRA, Mm -hmm. a 401k of some type. But I'll tell you something that I refer to as the curse of the CEO. Um, It happens with some doctors sometimes as well. But the curse of the CEO is um, they'll come into my office and they've lived a high powered job and Mm -hmm. they've made a lot of money over their life and they have spent as much as they've made. Mm -hmm. But they'll walk in with a $3 million IRA and they don't have anything else. So then their house probably isn't even paid off often. Right. And so they'll walk in and say, hey, look how much money I got in my retirement. Look at me. I did well. $3 million. You know, I don't have a pension. Mm -hmm. I don't have, uh, I've got a social security income and I've got $3 million. That's pretty darn good though. Yeah, but they've been living on $500,000 a year. Oh, they're used to a certain lifestyle. They have a certain lifestyle and a certain amount of income and a big house payment still. And every dollar they have to work with, we have to see what it would be after taxes. So we always have to look at that $3 million and say, okay, at a 5% withdrawal rate, you're at $150,000 with your social security being at 180. Can you take a two thirds pay cut for retirement compared to what you've been used to working on? Wow. And that's a real conversation. Oh, and by the way, we haven't even taken out the taxes yet 
from that money. That is a subtract, curse of a CEO. Subtract another 15% in taxes on all of that money, 15 to 20% when you include state income tax. And now all of a sudden that $180,000 that you might have had coming in is really now down close to one forty. And how are you going to live on that one forty when you're used to $500,000 and you have an $8,000 mortgage payment? Wow. Oh, do you see what I'm saying yeah. there? But then you contrast that with the school teacher that just comes in, right? And they come in and they say, hey, I've been used to making fifty to $70,000 a year my whole life. My pension that I have that's coming in from the state from working for the last 25 to 30 years is $4,000 a month, $48,000 a year, or $3,000, say $3,000 okay. a month, $36,000 a year. And they've been accustomed to living on five. And their social security alone is going to be another $1,500 to $2,000. And they might have $300,000 mm-hmm. saved up in their in their school 401k or the state system. They might have some house money from a rental they built. Mm-hmm. They might have $100,000. They normally have their house paid off. They might have another $50,000 in the bank and $100,000 set aside in another investment. And that person is more wealthy in my mind than Hold the CEO. Hold on a CEO. second. That is not the kind of math I have ever grown accustomed. Really? Really. Because I, they were more frugal all along and lived within their means. Their cash flow expectation has been advance. reasonable yeah. through their whole life. Wow. And their pension, in fact, if I was trying to recreate that same pension that they have coming in every year, it would take about $900,000 to recreate the income that they're having from their pension income. So right there, I mean, you don't look at that often as a real big significant value other than the income pays for me and or my spouse, depending on which option they chose. But getting to understand that understanding your personal spending habits, your, your monthly financial spend is the biggest part of preparing for retirement. And for those people who have been accustomed, and so I bring doctors, CEOs, um, high-paid attorneys into that equation. If, if you're accustomed to making three or $400,000 a year or a quarter million dollars a year or even a million dollars a year, you better have a strategy to understand what retirement will look like. And if you wanted to maintain that same lifestyle, we're talking about tens of millions of dollars mm-hmm. in order to do that through retirement. If you can get in a place where you say, no, I can live on eight or $9,000 a month, then great. That's a much more realistic retirement goal. It might just take you a couple million dollars in social security income. But what we really want to see back to the original question in these buckets of money is I'd much rather see $400,000 in an IRA, a house paid off, $200,000 in slush fund and savings, another $200,000 in non-qualified investment money. So when it comes time to taking out withdrawals or building our income plan, we have a plethora of options. And right. yes, I said plethora on the air. <laughs> we have a bunch of options out there to try and generate income in the most tax efficient way. So we're not having to pay tax on every dime if it was all just in one big IRA. Find out more at AshtonWealth.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.